When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, sickos only. Sickos only tonight. We're in the house. We are definitely part of the sickos. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Losers Lounge. Who would have guessed the Losers Lounge tonight in the Los Angeles? The Clippers? Murray's back. Gordon's back. The whole squad's together. And boy, that game did not reflect that energy at all. It did for 12 minutes. Well, it did for a few minutes there. Um, it's always nice... When you're going through a hard time, to go through it with the fellows. I got Brendan vote with me. Yeah, I'm really excited for this this show because that's one that just leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. We got to get it out, and you got to work through it. That's what the losers' lounge is for. <sighs> Man, so true. This is not, fellas. I'll go quick on this. This is not a huge loss, big picture, but it stinks. It's a terrible oh, taste it in our mouth. So bad. And uh, I need this hour with you guys. I can't wait till I no longer remember this game. Somebody had a stat in here about Jokic. It was you in 2019. <laughs> <missing>. <laughs> I, I had to grab the file. And it, from Sacramento, don't remember that game at all. Thank God. I can't wait till I forget this one. Uh, Harrison wins with me. I'd like to take some personal responsibility for this loss. What'd you do? I feel like I got a little smug. I've been talking down the Clippers for weeks now. I was with you. I've been laughing <laughs> at them. I've been saying they're nothing. Which they are, but they can still beat the Nuggets on a historically bad shooting night from Nicole Jokic. <laughs> All timer, man. All timer. And then, of course, superstar Dev. Uh, there's no way we forget that one. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Every dog has his day, man. You just brought up one oh. from the Sacramento Kings long ago. Like, we thought that he was uh, beyond that. But this one you would think about a lot. Oh, man, I don't want to have to think about this one, man. Oh, man, it's crazy. Uh, let's relive it, shall we? Fast breakdown. Uh, first, I'm sure your notes are really good on the first dude, quarter. Well, you know how the first note always tells the story. <laughs> yeah. Michael Porter Jr. on fire! Kind of is the story. That should lead to uh, a huge story. game from him. Uh, no, he's on fire, you guys. It was a huge game. Oh, uh, man, they're going to keep... Feeding Mike. Nuggets on fire from three. Jokic wheeling and dealing and hitting his threes. Man, the first three notes, all terrible. Oh, all, all not foreshadowing. Oh, I was about to uh, Nuggets scoring every single time. Eight of 12 from three in the first quarter. And the Nuggets dropped 36 points. 36-21 at the end of one. Who <laughs> gets 36 points scored on in a quarter? Pathetic, Clippers. <laughs> Who would do that? Pathetic. Second quarter. Bench blowing it. Uh, How bad was it, though? Really bad. Nuggets were up 15. Gone. Clippers go to a zone. KCP had to replace Julian Strother. Jokic comes back into the game, and in two possessions, it was tied. So up 15, all of a sudden, it's tied. We've seen this script before, actually, where the bench kind of loses the rhythm and, yeah. and, no, and, and excitement no. of the game, and then the starters come in and just can't find it again. Um and then my note, Jokic cold. Nine straight misses. Unbelievable. That should have been your the first The craziest thing I've ever well, seen in my life. First, though. It wasn't, it's not the priority list. It's order of operations. Nuggets made a little run to end. So it actually got worse halfway through the second quarter. And the Nuggets made a run at the end to make it not as bad. And it was 61-57 Clippers. Starters storm back and take the lead. And you think, all right, there it is. They had the second quarter woes, but now you're back into it. 
Murray started cooking for a hot minute there. You guys remember when Murray got in his bag oh, yeah. for a second, reached inside his bag? Uh, first subs come in, and all of a sudden the Clippers take the lead again. Jokic still playing weird. Clippers thankfully missing. Is it good Nuggets defense? Certainly from Peyton Watson it was. Reggie hit some big shots to end the quarter, and the Clippers have a three-point lead, 82-79. All bench lineup to start the second half, or the, or the fourth quarter. All bench, no starters. The defense was incredible from that group, and in particular from Peyton Watson. He's had some doozies defensively. The, th- the four minutes he played in the fourth quarter or whatever it was to start yeah. might have been his best defensive sequence, man. It was like eight plays in a row where he was locking up Paul George with the most impressive defense I've seen in a long time. Um, But nobody can grab a rebound. Clippers are getting three chances at a shot every single time down court. And then Nuggets on the other end were hopeless at scoring, man. They had to rely on Reggie Jackson um, solely for their points. He did deliver a little bit, but, I mean, it was tough. So you're down four with five minutes to go. Jokic missed a bunny. Then Jokic missed a three. Then Murray had a turnover. Nuggets are down six. And sh- a few minutes later, as the game's slipping away, the ball finds KCP in the corner for a side of the backboard shot. That's oh. when you knew. I gave up. I walked in. I was like, you That's know what? We're done. Knew. We're it, done here. It was KCP, not all George. It was. <laughs> if you can believe it. Oh, I thought it would never end, boys. What a run it was. What a run it was. Um, bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre game. Start us off, Dev. This was uh, this was the narrative game that everyone wanted, everyone needed. Um, national television. National God television. Jokic looked horrible. It. It's Embiid, stunning that Mark Jones was not on the call for this. Embiid oh, had 50 points. And have you guys seen Embiid's schedule coming up? Well, he no. plays in the East, Dev. He has the Hawks, the Wizards. The, the Pistons, Wizards again? The Pistons. The Pistons. The Hornets and the Bulls. I have my conspiracy corner. He ready. is about to, <laughs> he's about to go crazy. So like this was the MVP like shifting stretch for him, and it's, it starts with this game right here. Um, that was not a great performance from Jokic, and this is just not only for the conspiracy people, but like if you watch that game, you're like, who was that? That was not Nikola Jokic. Um, that was that was a wild experience because I thought that we were. Be- uh, like beyond that, I didn't think we were going to see that anymore. I just didn't think it was possible. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. I literally man. didn't. I was pretty sure that wasn't possible. I didn't either. I tweeted this out during the game. I don't. It looked like Zubac took Jokic out and was pouring him rakia from one of those unmarked water bottles from your great grandma. Yeah. You're the real love, stuff. You're going to love this stuff, Yoke. Trust me. The real stuff. I mean, he looked terrible tonight. This was. The worst shooting game of his career. If we all have the same takeaways. <laughs> We're down so I mean, bad. It's, it's really the only <laughs> big takeaway from this game. I've got a couple others, actually, but this is the big takeaway. It was the worst game he's probably played in years. And what's crazy is, like, we'll get into how Michael Porter Jr. didn't get any looks and how it was really just the, the Jokic-Murray game down the stretch. I didn't have a huge problem with many of the shots that Nikola Jokic took, except maybe a couple threes, they were usually shots that he just hits. Right. I didn't have a huge problem with his shot selection like it seemed like a lot of people did. It was just a weird-ass night. I generally agree with Wind on this. This is the first time I'm going to do it this year, but I really mean it. That, I mean, I think that was... My big takeaway is they need to give Mike the Rock more tonight and only eight shots... The two-man game down the stretch, it's tough because that's what they do every time. It works nine and a half out of ten times. 
it's a read and react thing. The Clippers weren't helping off MPJ. And like some of those looks are looks that if you said, hey, Yoke gets the ball in this spot, you would take it 100 out of 100 times. So that stuff I didn't mind so much. Uh, I thought maybe he could have been involved with the second unit. There were just transition opportunities where I felt like, yeah, pick your head up and figure out where that guy is because he hasn't missed a shot all night. He missed one shot. And there have been moments where Mike has been inconsistent too. So it's not just, you know, you guys are holding him back or whatever. Just tonight, this one game, eight shots, there's a bottom line on that. That's too few. And so whether that's Jokic and company Malone, Porter himself, all of the above, like that guy had to get more shots up tonight. We, one thing we say is that when Mike gets it going, Yoke looks for him. Like, Yoke loves, like, oh, he's on fire. And but another thing that happens is Mike is on fire until he's subbed out. And then when he subbed in, it's almost as if it never happened. Right. You know, and I do think there's something, too. Like, hey, let's see. I don't know. Maybe he's still on fire. Let's run some plays. Why don't you think they went to him? Like, <laughs> Yoke took 32 shots tonight. You have to try to take 32. My, that doesn't happen, like, naturally. Yeah. No. I mean, my big thing was the second quarter, actually. Because the third quarter, he gets the ball again after not touching the ball in the second quarter. And right. he hit more shots, which, to your point, like, that's actually kind of rare. Right. It's like, oh, he's still hot tonight. You should go find him the ball. Again, clutch time is one thing, like... I'm kind of okay with them living and dying by the pick and roll. I mean, Mike wasn't super open or whatever. But to me, it was the second quarter where it's, okay, things are drying up. The bench doesn't have anything. You can probably throw Porter out there. Like, he can't miss right now. And it just seems like it's okay if he forces a shot sometimes. And tonight was one of those times for me. My big takeaway is I don't think that this game means anything. Because it's just a regular season game. Like, they get their guys back. There's a lot of things that could have made this game weird and I think did end up making this game weird. But Dev's kind of right in that we can't unsee it. Because as you, were, we were talking before we go live, whenever Tatum has a 9 of 32 game, whenever he has one of these stinkers. Once or twice you, a month. Once or twice a month. <laughs> you always say that Jokic would never line. You I know? do. Like it's, it's this idea of, like, the cool thing about Yoke is he never has those nights. If he's off, he goes to something else. He goes to table setting and this or that. This one doesn't mean anything, and the takeaways, we're not going to get too carried away with them. But it's weird to see it's possible. This is like, yeah. to me, almost like that game three against Utah where when it happened, you were like, I just did not think it was possible for Yoke to get dominated in a game by anyone, you know, let alone Rudy Gobert. And then tonight, this is the same thing. I don't think it was possible for Yoke to force 32 shots and not make – any of them, especially all the bunnies down the stretch. So now I feel like I almost feel. Um, <laughs> what's the word I'm saying? Like, uh, like I'm I'm not pure anymore or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I used to be innocent. Now I'm it like is, in the it's real. Like the first time you see your parents make a mistake. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, kind of like, oh what? man, I can't believe you guys this. Aren't this is right wild. Every time. This is wild. This whole new world. It, the it, only thing I would say is that Jokic has a far higher hit rate than my parents, so I'm not worried, I'm not worried about it. He's actually never wrong. Yeah. That's the thing is he never is like that bit wrong, and now he is once. And we'll, you'll always be like, Yoke's never like that except for that one time. Yeah, and that doesn't have the, the biggest same thing about it is like he's known for his efficiency, like not missing any shots. He took 32 shots, and it was the most misses he's ever had. Because By a lot. He's, he's taking so many shots. He never misses. He never does this. And on top of that, it's like where he's missing from. It was his bread and butter. It was his shots. Like, it was his spots that he gets to. He went to the free throw line only two times. Right. But he 
it wasn't like he was getting fouled the entire time. It wasn't like he was getting hammered or anything. It just was not his night where he usually destroys. If he has a regular night right here, this would have been one of the most insane stat lines. But he misses every single shot where we have to like take it you know, for what it is. Because if you just look at the, the numbers, they're going to say, oh, he had another triple-double. No, nah, they're not though. They're gonna look at the. They're gonna. You have to see that because well, the field yeah. goals attempted. It's yeah. you have to like see what he actually did, and this was a bad, bad night for him. I wonder if the lack of foul calls is getting in his head a little bit. It is. It is. We always talk about Nikola Jokic being immune from the outside noise. We know that's not entirely the case after what we've learned from how the MVP conversation last year seeped into the locker room and Jokic heard about that. And it seems like it affected him some down the stretch of last year. But I just wonder if like, that's something that's being talked about within the team. And it's something that's on his mind now. And like Dev said, just two free throw attempts tonight. Didn't get to the free throw line in the first half. Didn't get to the free throw line until the fourth quarter. And, and I've got to think maybe in the back of his head, he's just like, trying to play um, less ethically than he used to. And he, it's just something that's taking up a little bit of his brain right now. And it's usually something that he's not thinking about at all. And I've just got to wonder if that's on his mind at all. I think that <laughs> I, this is a very good point because I do think that is it. And what did he shoot tonight? Two free throws? He goes two of two from the foul line? They were line. both in the fourth quarter. 32 field goal attempts, all that living in the paint. He and he's having this maybe inner battle of like should i try to grift calls right or should i just keep what doing what i'm doing should i like try to make this storyline go like what should i do Surely here and he's never this time yeah and he's never thought about that before i i but what i was gonna say though maybe but what i think is more to the point is Jokic has had an emotional maturity over the last few seasons that he did not have earlier on in his career and so far 22 games into this season he actually looks more like 2020 yoke than he has 21, 2, or 3. Like, he's showing more emotion. He's been thrown out of a game. He's getting more frustrated. And I do think it probably has something to do with his feeling that he just gets a terrible whistle, which I think he actually does. But also, some of this, though, I have to think is something else with you. Like, it, it's he's still not handling as well. As much as I understand where that could come from, I still feel like his emotion is boiling over more than before. And, you know, maybe again, maybe that's part of it. Like tonight, I feel like, don't you guys feel like Yoke was on tilt a little tonight? I he do, was on tilt, yeah. I do think this year, to me, and I'm entirely just projecting from a couch. Very, That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, man, this shit is still happening. Like 16 and 4, we proved ourselves. I still have to grift and beg for more yeah. than two free throws. And I do think this year, Jokic does have these... Um, little, little stubborn pockets, like what Wind was talking about, where I think he's like, I'm going to take that same shot from that same spot and just show them that it was a yeah. foul again. It's called a knot, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was a foul last time, it was a foul this time, and I'm just going back to it. And I think tonight we saw that maybe yeah. as much as ratcheted up as much as it's ever been. That three in particular at the very end of the game was a total not three, where it's like, yo, your jumper's not going, your touch is clearly off. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you know what I'll do? St dribble backwards and launch a three. You're like, and I, and that I mean, ain't going in. By Come now, on. we right. know a reason he takes threes is because he's not getting calls inside. We know that, I think. But tonight was one where I was like, hey, you don't have to take that three. Like, the team can find a better look. 
So the thing that's weird about it is but if Yoke was having the off night and that was the only thing here, like we would probably just chalk it up to okay, bad shooting. But it was that he was on tilt, and it was that Michael Porter clearly had it going and didn't touch it. When you put all of those things together, it's like Yoke's this great engine and this great decision maker. And tonight he took 32 shots and missed 23 of them. That seemed like bad decision making. He had these moments of bad decision making. And even if you don't think it was bad decision making, isn't there a way to get a guy who's on fire more shots? Like, isn't that You'd part think. of your job as the engine to be like, you know what? Let's run yeah. this one. And Let's he has something. before. Yeah. A couple games ago, Mike was on fire and he looked for him every time down. Especially with the type of passer that he is and the type of attention that he brings. He could have easily like set the table for him to get that going or for other guys to get involved, but especially Michael Porter Jr. who had it going on. Um, Jamal came back. He kind of had it going on offensively. And this was like, uh, I'm going to just put the team on my back in a situation that he did not have to. Like It has called for Jokic to have to put the team on his back. It's called for him to have to take every single shot, and he's delivered time after time. This one he just did not deliver, so it just it, it does feel wrong being on this end of it because you've you've seen this story so many times where it went the opposite way. Have you ever seen that movie Pleasantville? You've probably seen it. You never seen Pleasantville? Nobody's seen it. No, the only Pleasantville me. I know is like the, the Dr Pepper commercials. I think it's called Pleasantville. That's Fanville. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you guys don't know it's all black and white. You know, there's the basketball team they never miss. Have you never seen this one? I don't think I have. No. Nobody's seen never this movie? miss. It's a basketball movie. Yeah, well, because like in black and white, it's like a like a Leave It to Beaver esque world that they live in, and then the guy from the outside <laughs> world joins it and taints it because yeah. it was a perfect place. Is that a young Toby Maguire? Young Toby yeah. Maguire. Oh, oh, it's it. actually a pretty How good movie. It? it was yeah. an important movie for what year was it? I don't. I, uh, I feel like ninety eight. Yeah. All right. So that is a little before uh, you guys' right, time. Keep going. I was five. Uh, but there's so. As like badness gets introduced into the world, the like impurity uh, things start happening that never happened. And one of his, the team never misses a shot, and all of a sudden a guy misses one, and they're all like, "What? <laughs> right? What has happened?" That's yeah. exactly and someone was like, "I think this is what it means. You can't make them all, or something like that." <laughs> right. And that's what it felt like. Like impurity was entered into the world, and we had to watch Yoke struggle. And it's like, what? That's that's. That's great. This is inaccurate. That did uh, it did feel so bizarre. Bro, it didn't feel normal. It did not feel natural. And then it was it was very weird. Uh let's take a break. Uh on the other side, we gotta get into other things. And there were positives. We gotta get to conspiracy theories. We gotta get to a bet three six five top five. We got some stuff on the other side. Guys, when you sign up for bet three six five, which is never ordinary, and you use code DNVR365, you can choose between two offers. You can get a first bet safety net of $1,000, or you can bet $5 and get $150 when you sign up. That's only when you use code DNVR365. Download the Bet365 app, sign up with code DNVR365. We also have really cool custom DNVR bets on there. Sometimes you'll see them right when you open the app. Uh, they got specific market boosts as well. So if you're in Denver and betting, you might get Jokic boosted to get a triple-double. That did happen again tonight. Uh, other Nuggets, Broncos, Avs bets along that same line too. Uh, so make sure to download the app. It's what we bet on. It's what we get all our odds off on uh, during the pregame show when Dev's, Dev gives out his winners. So make sure to download the Bet365 app. Use code DNVR365 when you sign up. You can choose between both those offers I talked about. I must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. 
Please gamble responsibly. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. I got to run some chores tomorrow. I'm going to find some time in between those chores to run over to Primo Hoagies. You have to run some chores or errands? I have to run some errands, do some chores, okay. but I'm going to run to Primo Hoagies okay. at some point while I do those chores and run those errands. I like to go to Primo Hoagies because it's not just enough to have a sandwich. I prefer a hoagie. It's not just enough to have a hoagie. Please make it Primo. Uh, only made with the highest quality Thumans, meats and cheeses, sliced fresh to order and served on Primo's award-winning seated rolls. With locations both in Denver and Centennial, you can order party trays in advance if you want to cater, and you can order online at primohogies.com. Use code DNVR for $2 off a Primo-sized hoagie when ordering online. Not just a hoagie, folks. It's Primo. You guys, my buddy, uh, you guys know D- Daman Rangula? You guys know yeah. Laker fan? Uh, hilarious. He's hilarious. Our guy. My, my guy. <laughs> uh, he just sent me this. Kale, go ahead and cue it up. I'm not ready for this. I feel like I know what this is. Oh, knowing, no. oh no, it's rough. It's rough. I feel like I know exactly what this is gonna be. Oh no! <laughs> the hell is that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. That was not what I thought it was gonna be. Jokic had a Westbrook esque night tonight. That was that was a Westbrook esque triple double. Look at that cursed image. I hate that. That's so uglier much. than the game that Jokic had tonight. This this is that is the game he had. You this was, be, that's who had the game tonight. You, you shouldn't be able to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the future is weird. That, that is can, not right. That he just made that somehow and sent it over to be cursed. For the image. first time, I'm with the down voters. They're right. <laughs> we, we deserve these ones. Yeah. Um. You guys, uh, Yoke's not alone. There have been other players who have had rough shooting nights. In fact, some of the all-time greats have. So let's get over it with a little Bet365, never ordinary, top five players ever to take never 32 shots and miss and only make 28% or fewer of them. Number five, Kale, who do we have that has done this before? Jerry West. The, the logo. logo. You know what they call him? Mr. Clutch. <laughs> he has a not game. on that one night. Not on that. Hey, if there's one thing that Jerry West and Jokic have in common, yeah. it's not just this stat line. It's that neither of them are clutch at all. You know, you know? he went uh, <laughs> he went ten of thirty six one night against the Chicago Zephyrs. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's number four, Kel. Who else is yeah, doing it against the Clippers? Play. Might be worse. <laughs> might be worse. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, you what? guys. Kevin Garnett. He also has had Was he a, a horrible night. He was a Timberwolf. Let's find out. Where was he? Where is he at on this list? Oh, there he is. Kevin Garnett, 9 of 33 against the New Jersey Nets. 9 of 33. I remember that Damn. one. That is brutal. All right, the team's name was the Zephyrs? <laughs> the Zephyrs. Yeah. The Chicago Zephyrs, man. Uh, we had to go way back on that one. All right, who else, Kale? Who else? James Harden. He was in this game. He's featured on the list. He has done this before. When did he do it? Uh, His had to be in a meaningful time, like with Houston, like in the playoffs. I'm Probably game six or game seven. Do you remember <laughs> when they did like miss like thirty like threes in a row? Yo, yeah. James Harden did like this that. in a win. Nine of thirty-four. Why? Because he got to the line twenty-three times. <laughs> well, it was actually an expected shot quality of one hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's actually right. That's what I heard about that game. <laughs> that's what happened. He got it in a win against Atlanta. Uh, all right, who else did this on the list? Allen Iverson? Oh no! Oh my gosh! You got to be kidding me! Even Allen Iverson. Where do you do this in practice? Dude, Reggie Jackson would never. <laughs> Allen Iverson had a loss. Man, he had this and a loss to Toronto, eighty-eight to ninety-five. <laughs> that's a low-scoring affair. Are you, you telling me he had an Allen Iverson game? I can't he had believe an this, Iverson dude. Game, dude. I 
would have told you. Something we're discovering on this show is vote is an Allen Iverson he hater. <laughs> he hates the guy. Uh, Jersey, hater. Philly. Is this what it is? I just, I'm, I'm so. Tell yo- us what. I'm tell so us the real reason. So fi- efficiency pill. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Number one, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant also has a game like this under his belt. So Jokic joins Kobe Bryant against the Spurs, 84 to 90. Uh, he was 9 of 33. Almost some low-scoring games because their best player missed every damn shot. Low-scoring game, huh. they took every shot. <laughs> <laughs> clear out. I can't believe Jokic with all those throwers. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> Yo, Dude, this is that a, this is a black mark on his resume. <laughs> oh, and Mike really was is. finally ready to drop 40. I'm so hurt. Oh, this one is a painful one. Uh, um, Let's talk. Let's clear. All right. Cleanse the palate here. Okay. There was something great that happened tonight. Peyton Watson got a new challenge. Paul George. Now, Peyton Watson had some good defense throughout this game, but that stint in the fourth quarter, I'm telling you, yeah. like, it's not just that he was, you know, challenging him. This that. Like, you watch the moves. Paul George is shifty. He's got great footwork. He has some of the. Paul George might have the best bag in the NBA when you just talk about, like, fundamentals and everything and Peyton was just never got shook he was somehow hip to hip with him the whole time so much so that Paul George quit he was like you know I can't I, it's not my matchup tonight yeah that was in my opinion Peyton Watson we just did the upside thing yesterday that guy man is unbelievable it is not crazy to compare him to Herb Jones Jaden McDaniels he has that in him in very short order this has been the week of Peyton Watson I feel like kind of sure, has man. Kevin Durant Holds him to one of ten shooting without a field goal in the second half. De'Aaron Fox locked up. Malik Monk king shot. I think it was one of nine or one of ten with him as the primary defender. And then tonight, man, just another great defensive performance on Paul George. And it just feels like more and more game by game, even minute by minute, it kind of feels like his game is maturing. Yeah, I feel like you're defensively, seeing, defensively, even offensively, man. He had a couple nice decisions and transition where he just like made the right play dumped the ball to christian yep. brown for a dunk on a fast That's break true. it just seems like the game is slowing down for him every minute that he's out there every game that he's out there it feels like he's more just comfortable on offense as well uh but defensively he's been he's been amazing this week yeah i mean he has all the tools to be like a great great defender and you're starting to see it come together like you you don't need him to score every single time. And I'm glad that he's starting to own that part of the whole process because he could go into like in and out of these pockets of like, I'm just going to lock in on this guy who was, you know, one of the best in the world at this. Like he, he's, he switched on to Darren Fox, one of the toughest guard, you know, in the entire NBA. Like he's just difficult to stay in front of. And he was able to do it with speed. Paul George is one of the smoothest in the NBA. And he like showed the size, the strength, and then also the speed. Um, and you just see it in these small stints. Like, you want them to just put it together for, right. you know, longer stretches. But at least you see, like, the tools. You can see, like, oh, he has um, what it takes to put this, you know, to keep it all there. So they they have something very special there. And I'm glad that he's able to learn on the fly. Like, you, you got to be high on what you're seeing from him right now. Because if he continues to get better on that end of the floor, this guy's the limit for him. The Paul George matchup... To me, it requires a lot of discipline, and Peyton is so disruptive great, and chaotic. But the way he, I was holding my breath for Paul George to get him yep. or the pump fake or just yep. catch him in an overzealous moment. And there was 
no matter how how you know tenacious or, or how much he got after it there was a, a final layer of composure to the defense that i was so impressed with uh to not foul him a ton to not really completely lose him while also being so committed to contesting every jumper you know there's a real like paul george we've gotten so many side of the backboard jokes off over the years basketball gods have been great to us but the one-on-one -on -one smooth the guy's unbelievable and that's he's one of my favorite players honestly to watch guys because he just because how fundamentally sound he is so like i mean there's been a little Kawhi, there's been kd there's been De'Aaron fox and there's been paul george these are different kinds of players and for him to be able to pick all of them up says a lot i love your point about poise because christian brown is the poised one and he is poised and even tonight Paul at Paul George when he gave up on Peyton Watson just started getting the switch against Christian Brown like all right let me try right. this guy and then he cooked him and it was like all right there's levels to this but Peyton to your point when you say that he is kind of growing up before our eyes and kind of coming into his own or whatever I feel like that's part of it early on Peyton tiniest pump fake he's going for it whatever yeah. the fact that now he can have a game like tonight where he can just stay down stay disciplined and yet still contest shots that does show fast growth from him on that end of the floor and Fox, KD, Paul George, all three are different. I mean, KD and Paul George somewhat similar, but Paul George is strong. Like if you told me he could guard KD, I'm like, yeah, they're both tall, lanky. I could see that. But Paul George, also tall, also mm -hmm. long, but stronger. And he just stuck with him all, you know, that entire fourth quarter. So to me, I look at that and I just, um, I, I'm, I think I'm all in on Peyton Watson. I just think that I'm like over the hump of any sort of doubts. Now I do have doubts about how quickly he can get there. We need to talk about his offensive game. You know, there is Malone clearly trusts him more than at the start of the year, but only to a point. Right. Otherwise, he would have closed or something tonight. But I, I'm all in on like this guy is going to be great at mm. some point. He is going to be an elite defender, and I hope it's this year. I hope it's soon enough that by the end of the year he's already there because. Right now, if he can do that in a game like this, he can do that in a playoff series when you need a stop against someone. I'm all in, too. He looks light years better than he did at the very beginning of the season. Uh, Don't yep. you feel like he's... Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever yeah. the Spurs game was. He looks like a completely different guy now in terms of just his poise on defense, his poise on offense from the guy he was when the season started he even his different. fluidity yeah you know what i think a lot of it is obviously he's seen himself succeed now in a handful of times in a row but malone rewarded him he challenged him uh watson responded and then malone said all right man here are fourth quarter minutes here and right, there you know right. what i mean tight game we need to stop it's you tonight and so i think those were there was an early gamble by malone that i think is paying off because i think he sensed that watson was ready to take on some of the responsibility of this part. Can I get into another silver lining? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I feel like there's been a shift in Michael Malone's philosophy and thinking when it comes to who he's playing off the bench and specifically playing Peyton Watson and Julian Strother. Yeah. And I think it happened after the Houston game. Like, yeah. Do you remember the after, bad Houston game. after the bad Rockets loss when they had 86 points? Peyton Watson got benched in that game after the first half. Julian Strother also got benched in that game after the first half. And then Michael Malone said, yeah, I just told them I'm going to play different guys off the bench going forward. Right. Since, and then he didn't, like, think. Yeah, and then he didn't. But since then, there's been almost, uh, 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 there's been 
a just like a reestablishment of yes, we're playing Peyton Watson this season. Yes, we're playing Julian Strother this season. Julian Strother was not good tonight. No. But he played the regular amount of minutes that a, a ninth man would. Right. So I just feel like there's been the, this um a like doubling down from Michael Malone on playing specifically Peyton Watson and Julian Strother when he could have gone away from them. And it feels like now his and Calvin Boots visions for what this season is about with those two guys are matching up. Yeah, I mean, that is a, a actual decision that he went with. And also, it, like, it builds some consistency. There are going to be, um, you know, growing pains. Like, with seeing that, this is, like, the first time that they're consistently playing um, and getting those minutes that you you want to rely on as a young player. And you don't, you know, necessarily get that. There are going to be times that Strother doesn't play. There are going to be times that he's going to go to holiday and things like that. But he has made the decision to stick with this, um, rather it's good or bad. So, that is a silver lining because if you if you learn that early later on, it's like, okay, now I know who I'm going to go to. But it's the decision to go with the young guys with the, the core that they already have. So, like, that is part of their rotation, and you're starting to see it early. So it was great to see them still be in it when everybody's healthy. Aaron Gordon's back. Jamal Murray's back in this yep. game, and they still made that decision to go with them. That is a silver lining. I hope they stick with it. I, I We did a roundtable about, you know, what Murray return means for the rotation, and – I think we all said we wouldn't be surprised to see Justin Holiday get squeezed, in part because I don't think he is a, as effective, by the way, with the bench unit as he is as a spot starter. Right. I mean, no kidding. Everyone is better when they play with Jokic, but he's such a perfect fit with one unit, whereas he's not much of a razor for the other. Uh, and then the best part about signing guys like Holiday is like you can play him in place of AG and then say, listen, man, we're going with the kids tonight. And I assume... He's prepared for that. He talked about that when he signed here. So I hope they stick with it. Um, you know, tonight was it's just it it's gonna be a bumpy road, and I just think we should buckle up for it. But it 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 could be worth it. All right, let's take a break on the other side. We still have to talk about Jamal Murray, who made his return. Uh, and how how did he play? How did he change things? But first I gotta tell you guys, do you know who has missed the most shots? Actually, I should say this who has taken the most shots while shooting under twenty eight percent. You laugh. In the history of Num the world? In the history of the NBA, at least. He has the number one, the number two, and the number four spot. A guy named Joe Fucks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's his name. Was I'm he not on cursing. the Zephyrs? He was on the Philadelphia Warriors. New favorite player ever. The worst one. He goes... Bro, Will Chamberlain was taking all his shots. That's why. He's like, Dude. I gotta get some up. <laughs> he went 13 of 55 in one game. In one game against the Providence Steamrollers. 13 of 55, that's 13 art. 55. I'm sure they got steamrolled that day. They got steamrolled that is insane. Yeah. Joe Fox. Joe Fox. Yeah. How do you spell that? New favorite player is locked that in. Is uh, F-U-L-K-S. Oh, folks. <laughs> How would you say it? Folks. Oh. <laughs> I like the way you said it. Though. It was a perfect delivery, though. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you read into that that much? Now I just took it away. Like, it was Joe Fox. Joe Fox did that. All right. There you go. Let's take oh, a break. Man. Guys, Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, and the beer of the month here at the DNVR bar is the Christmas Ale. $6. You can get one for 6 bucks here at the DNVR bar. Nothing uh, brings in the Christmas spirit like a Christmas Ale. You can get it here at the bar, $6 all month. 
If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. Just type in your zip code. It tells you exactly where to get Breck Brew. If you're not a Christmas ale person, check out the Avalanche Amber Ale. Check out the Mile High City. Check out the Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger, the Juice Drop IPA, the Good Company Hard Seltzers as well. <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Sky Looking up some more uh, folk stats. Yeah. Sky averaged 16 a game for his career. Never shot better than 29%. Legendary. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. This dude, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 30, 34%, but 32%. Yeah, this guy, unbelievable, man. Career 30%. Jordan, Jordan Let's get up some got tape. a picture on his locker. I need some tape on uh, this guy. Jumpin' Joe, the Cutoa Clipper. Having some fun over here. Are you done, Lynn? I couldn't. Keep going. It's hard to tell um, when Adam is doing that. You might think you have everything you need for the winner. You might He's think you have all. a lot. <laughs> There's 46 times it's been done. He makes up like half not, not, not kidding. Not since folks. <laughs> he, has, he has 13 games where he took that many shots. The greenest, shot the greenest light of all But time. they didn't have the three-point line, right? Like, no. He's just no. jacking he up close, missing every single shot. This bro, like, is unbelievable. He honestly makes up. I bet he, you got he, a lot of fights. Was he padding his rebound numbers? Let's check if they had rebound stats for this guy. Yeah. They did not. Well, you do, do that. Do not since folks <laughs> just dropped. Oh my god! All right, <clears throat> take two on the read. You might think you have everything you need for the winner, uh, but you probably forgot about Google job like. gloves. Sometimes you just gotta work when it's cold outside. Manual <laughs> laborers, you already know this. Maybe you just have to change a tire. There's some yard work to be done, or some outside work to be done. And you don't want to ruin your good gloves that aren't built for work, and you definitely don't want to take your ski gloves to go work in. You want to get your Hestra job gloves. And right now, fans can go to www.hestrajob.us and make purchases using code DNVRJOB. That's DNVRJOB. And if you do, you'll get 30% off your next purchase. Anyone looking to supply their team with high quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at hestrausa.com. Alrighty. Um, alrighty. Jamal Murray made his return today, you guys. He goes for 23 points, six assists, one steal, one block. He was 10 of 18 from the field. He played 29 minutes, which is more than wow. I kind of thought he would. I'll start over here this time, this side. What'd you see from Murray tonight? I thought he was largely pretty good in a return. I think crunch time is going to leave. Uh, a sour taste in everyone's mouth, just how it went. And obviously, Murray and Jokic, it's that two-man game. Um, they did have some success, but there was the one where Murray threw it wildly almost for the backcourt. That wasn't great. Uh, so that wasn't their best crunch time showing. I will say outside of that, Murray looked pretty good for a return. Uh, the, he hit some vintage Murray jumpers. He got a little, little spell there where he felt where he saw himself cooking and went to work. <laughs> Um, I'm going to need to like rewatch. I don't know if I have a good feel on how well he played defensively, but offensively, that was a good return. I thought, I thought he played well. Uh, he was cooking in the first half. He was talking trash to the, to somebody sitting courtside too. Like he was going in the first half. Uh, but coming back from an injury, I, I felt like he played well. He was aggressive, looked to get into the paint, got to the rim a couple times, hit a couple threes. I don't think you can be mad about Jamal. Yeah, I think it was a great game for him. Um, just because, like, first off, he got to play 29 minutes after coming back from 
not just an injury, but he had to take an additional, you know, it was like an additional injury that happened in the middle of that. Um, then on top of that, I felt like he tried his best to get Jokic going in this game um, where he's trying to find the pocket passes and trying to work the middle just to get him involved. And he was just dropping, you know, the passes. But that is opposite. We've seen um, this Jamal that would have been like, hey, you don't got it tonight. I'm going to take every single shot. Um, so I, I feel like he kind of just like let him do his thing and was trying to work him. Even on that play that was like the backcourt um, turnover, he tried to get him to go to the three-point or just right. get him to that spot where he just forced it, where he probably could have got him um, going himself. But it, it's great to see him back out there and good enough to play like extra minutes. In the first first game back, you you know you have a matchup against James Harden. Go work it, you know, and he he decided to to compete where we saw him in Fleury. I felt like he had an encouraging amount of competitiveness to him because I don't know if he could have come out tonight and right. kind of eased his way into it or right. whatever. And now we're talking about 10 games before Murray gets back in shape or this, that. He looked like he wants to make up for lost time, you know, so to speak. He really went out. And then in the fourth quarter, I thought defensively he competed. You know, he's undersized against Kawhi Leonard or Paul right. George, but he had a couple possessions where – he did a really good job of guarding as best he could. And, like, it was noteworthy that this is a team. Like, every team has a different style of how they're going to attack you. They, We talked about early on they would try to ISO Michael Porter. Michael Porter can guard the ISO. He knows how to use his length. Pick and rolls where he struggled. This team doesn't like to pick and roll. They want to ISO, and they're like, you know what? Murray's too small. So right. if the Nuggets did play the Clippers and there was crunch time in a series like that, I do think that Murray would be the target. But tonight he competed in a way that you're like, they're going to score on him, but he's also going to get some stops. Also, those are the same shots they miss sometimes. And when the Nuggets came back in that bubble series, I know that's forever ago, one of the highlights was Murray's post-defense in those three wins, particularly against Kawhi. So as far as things that the other team really wants to do, I honestly think Denver is okay with that. You know, Denver's comfortable with that. Um, I thought he competed. Yeah, like that... that I, I didn't feel too much like I was watching a guy who just came back tonight. That was like my biggest overarching takeaway. Right. He set Jokic up on a lot of easy bunnies that yeah. he just missed. <laughs> it's so true. He, he actually, was setting him up all game. He should have had 13, 14 assists tonight just yeah. off Yoke alone, man. Um, I will say I do think Friday night's going to be a party, though. The Nuggets, are they have to be. This one has to kind of like stick in their craw a little bit. Don't you think? Don't you think this one's like a frustrating loss yeah. that you get home and it's like, all right, we got to beat the... We, poor Rockets, man. You don't have a win I mean, on the they road. better know all the Rockets plays by now. Especially for Jokic. He's going against Shangun. I really do think he takes that one personal. And on top of that, you're just coming off of your worst game. Like, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Did you guys see, by the way, Shangun on the uh, – is it Paul Joy? Yeah, he was on Podcast P. He said, they talked very briefly about Yoke. But he did say that Yoke um, – he says all Euros kind of have a thing where they like look out for each other or whatever, yeah. but Yoke has given him some advice and you know, little things here there. I just think it's cool. I love that. I love how much Shingun looks I, lo up I love how Yoke's two favorite bigs are Shingun and Aiton, who he has personally <laughs> given two of the worst whoopings he's ever handed out in his life. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, let's talk quickly about the offense of Peyton Watson and Christian Brown because. Yeah, right. Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, pick and roll. There's a base offense to be had there. Julian Strother right now, not necessarily making the shots. I mean, he was 0 of 2 tonight, and he had good looks. He needs to like find a rhythm for him to stay in because as much as I like him and the way he reads the court and everything, like you're a shooter. you got to make shots. But Christian Brown and Peyton Watson, to me, 
are going to be spending a lot of time together off the bench. And they're both right now tough offensively. They don't quite have a th- – their shots aren't there. I think they both have a game to be developed off the dribble over time, but I don't think that is, like, coming around the corner. And with Peyton, I don't want him focused on it. I want him focused on this defense because you got to build that foundation first. That being said, what I saw tonight was offense is going to be hard when those guys are on the court. Yeah, and I don't know if it has to be hard. You know, as, as if, if you got Jamal Murray out there and he's playing with the second unit, they should be able to score, I feel like. If you've got Reggie Jackson even playing pick and roll with that second unit, there's a scoring punch there. Um, yeah, scoring is going to be difficult at times, but you can't count on those two guys to score. Like, you can count on what Christian Brown did tonight. He had eight points. That's what you can count on, yep. Yeah, that's, that, that's fine. Like, that's what ex- is expected out of him. Peyton Watson, if you get anything from him on offense for, in the scoring column, yeah, but it's that's not a about, bonus. But it's not about his points. It's about can the bench score when he's out there. And that first stint with the bench in the second quarter, like, I, you didn't feel like they were going to score. You're and I, like, and I put a lot of that on Jamal Murray, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. Um, like, if, if DeAndre Jordan is out there, and if you're not running pick and roll every possession... What are you doing? You know, I, I agree, like, I agree like, what are you doing if that's not the answer? Like, that's why DeAndre Jordan is out there. A big reason, at least, why he's out there. Um, you've got that at your disposal. And a big problem in that first half stint for the bench was they just had no idea what they were doing out there on offense. And, yeah, I mean, some of that's probably Jamal Murray coming back his first game. You got to reintroduce him and get that chemistry again. Um but if Jamal Murray is going to play with the bench, like he's got to carry the scoring. Yeah, but that's like the push right now. And what Denver is trying to get back to is finding that identity of just being a straight defensive team where they can get that going there. Um, because like you said, they are going to have the um, Jamal Murray. They are going to have Reggie Jackson who can, you know, generate offense, who can um, get it going on that end of the floor. And, they want to score first, like really. They want to score. So it's going to be on Brown and um, Peyton Watson to get those opportunities with like defense or like steals or um, getting out in transition and scoring. And we've seen them do that at times. The thing about it is how confident they are on defense. And it seems like they do have a tandem on that end of the floor, like especially tonight where they know what to do. They have to find that chemistry on offense, too, and try to get themselves going. And I think that that's part of the maturation process, especially from Peyton Watson, because he just seems so far from that. But it's because he needs to stick to that defense. So I don't want him to have to explore and try to find the offense. Me neither. Your bread and butter is defense. Stick to that. And then everything else is going to work out. So. As long as you have those scores in that second unit, you're fine. It just I don't think it's going to come with both of them on the floor at the same time. <clears throat> Wynn did point out, though, Murray was with that unit in the first half, and it made no impact. In fact, it was one of the worst stints we've seen all year from a bench. Like Usually Malone doesn't leave him out there when you blow a 15-point lead. They had a 15-point lead. They blew 15 points. Um, one of my big concerns with Murray is that traditionally he hasn't taken over those staggered lineups yeah is this and a tough lineup for him i mean honestly like peyton i mean he's actually Christian. never thrived in these lineups i know right? we talk about we, it every year and he's never 
great as the first option with the second unit. I get why they try. I mean, really, I get it too. I get the, the most thinking. successful look this year. I think has been KCP, but I don't know if that's. Just he was the, out there tonight. The way it's worked out, or yeah, I when, mean, when they panicked in the second half, the, uh, there is a little bit of the last time Jamal was out with the bench. By the way, this year when it was working, he was playing with Zeke. This was, I think, his first time playing with DeAndre this year. And I, I just think Wind is right that it was weird that there were no pick and rolls because if that's why Jordan, if Jordan's on the floor, that's what you got to do. You're probably getting torched on the other end if he's on the floor, and if that group's not getting stops, then they're definitely not going to score. So it did sort of feel like that unit combined with that approach was futile from the jump yeah. tonight. Um, but I also think for there were six games where we really liked the way Jamal with the bench looked. So is this just a horrible game or is this what it's going to look like with Jamal? I, I think we this need the a, first game back. Too. Yeah, I think we, this is one area where we can say, okay, this dynamic needs a little more time. Obviously, the bench as a whole, we're going on several years where it's just not good enough. Anybody else that you think deserves a mention? I mean, Aaron Gordon's like the only guy we haven't really talked about. We meant, briefly mentioned him. 8.6 rebounds. The only other thing I've got from tonight is I was a fan of trying out DeAndre Jordan. I think he is a guy that you know should play definitely when the situation calls for it. I don't like that Zeke is He's buried out. now He's and out, just out. out of it completely. I don't think DeAndre Jordan should be an every-game rotation player. Right. I think he definitely should be used if Zeke's not playing well, if it's the right matchup. Like, we've seen that DeAndre Jordan can be really effective still in, in spots, but he can't be your backup center every game, right? Like, we can't just bury Zeke Naji at this point. Yeah, I think that DeAndre Jordan should be in those situations, like where you have two bigs or you have a, a, a bigger guy that Zeke can't. But in these type of situations, that was not a, a matchup that called for DeAndre, even though he just played so well against know, them. But you yeah. give him some, you give him some like leeway. You want to put Zeke in as well, or maybe try them both together. But yeah, you don't bury him completely. Um, but that was a tough one. I really think that's hard because of how well DeAndre just played against that. I'm team. sure that factored into yeah. it. He just balled out against the Clippers, so you run him back. Yeah. Do you think though we'll see him? Zeke? Yeah, like, I mean, like Friday, for example. The Rockets? Yeah. So you think that he might get back out of the diehouse? Do you think so, Dev? I think they maybe put them together. I think uh, that they, I don't think they're going to just go might be worse, man. direct. <laughs> that like, might be worse. DeAndre has earned enough time to play. I think that they want to play him for a little bit. Um, and maybe it's for motivation to get Zeke back into it. Like, he, I do think he's going to get his opportunity because I want, I think they want to build around that you know second unit well i'll tell you what the schedule becomes pretty favorable here for the nuggets coming up they're well, home time well home against houston they do go to atlanta where they traditionally have a very difficult oh, that's time that's a loss uh Jokic, if you go out before that game i know yeah, bogdanovich is gonna pour it down his throat <laughs> <laughs> you're right gosh dang it he's probably he's probably already he probably already put the call in every city Make that sure has we a ball stocked with rakia for this night oh man he already put the call in. you're yeah, so sorry right. Yoke. we can only have dinner before the game again that's yeah. so crazy they do get a couple nights off going into that game for whatever it's worth so maybe go out that yeah, might be worse. Know. It might be worse. <laughs> then they're in Chicago. Then they come home. Oh, and they've no. got, <laughs> but there's no rest. They get in back to back. All you can do is go to bed. Then you have Brooklyn at home, Oklahoma City at home. That's our takeover, by the way, next week. I think we have like eight tickets left. Yeah. They told me not even to mention it because of how if you want to go to the takeover next Saturday, I was supposed to not mention it. 
because he's like, we're going to sell it out. Let's go. We're going to sell it out. Don't even mention it. But I'm mentioning it right now. So if you do want, the, if you want to get in left. on the, the takeover, there's eight tickets left. <laughs> that means you need to hurry up. means you got to hurry up We're right not even now. supposed to be talking about it. What? <laughs> I'm not supposed to mention it. Scrub that from the internet, Cal. Scrub that from the internet. told me not to mention it. Hands up here. And then they have Dallas. And I'm telling you guys, we are only a week and we're only nine days away from Yolkmas. Ooh. Oh, that's what it is. I'm telling you, Yolk's grouchy, you guys. I might get a haircut for that. He's grouchy. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Haircut Yolk. Gets a haircut place. <laughs> the worst game of his entire life. Never to be mentioned again. Please look at the latest Carol comment before you leave this show. What do we have? I saw Pleasantville, and it was good. <laughs> that one's for you. That's a comment for you, big fella. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Let's take our last break on the other side. A little around the association. Guys, when you get hurt, give Bacchus and Shanker a call. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you were not fall. If you were in like a car accident, you got hit by a motorcycle, you're just walking down the street, got hit by a truck. Ow. Give Bacchus Kelly and Shanker a call. Well, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to question it. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. 30 lawyers on staff. More than 100 people working for Bax and Shanker. They're all working to win your case. That's what they do. That's what they've been doing for more than 25 years in Colorado. So give them a call, 222-2222, to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. I just realized I hit my yoke triple-double bet. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's the dirtiest money. <laughs> that is the dirtiest money. Jamal Murray also hit his over. Uh, we hit our bets tonight, didn't we? Yeah, the Clippers bet. <laughs> the Clippers bet did well. We did, we did well on the other side of things. <laughs> on the other side of things. Look at Spence was just on the TV. Real All quick right. before our final segment here. The best roofers in Denver have joined the DNVR roster. We're talking about Red Hawk roofing, quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time. And my favorite part, huge DNVR supporters. That's my favorite part too. Why would you why would you make small talk with other laborers who are like Lakers fans? You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. This way you can go outside, see them working on your roof and yell, how do we fix the bench? That's what I, that's that's the best thing to do with your roofers. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hot Roofing at redhotroofing.com and tell them DNVR sent you. There you go. Um, Joe Folks in the Hall of Fame. Stop. So the chat is saying he invented I the jump the, shot. Yeah, yeah, they're going, they're going, they're having well, one. Uh, yeah, he's gotta in, start somewhere. He's in the Hall of Fame. He was the scoring champ in 1946 or so 1947. That was a down is. year for the That's league. Joe Fox. I'm not sure exactly which one he is. Here, though, you guys are going to love this stat. His <laughs> season where he was an all star, the knee pads. He had 1,557 field goal attempts and 25 assists. <laughs> on the year? <laughs> on the year. 1,557 What a, what a bona fide hooper. <laughs> we should make a new yeah, Mike, but it's the ghost of Joe. <laughs> the ghost of Le Joe telling him, telling to, shoot him to shoot the rock. Just shoot What it. a hooper, man. Died tragically. He was killed. All right, let's Jeez. get to some uh, around the association, <laughs> shall we? Who's rough. it presented by, Kale? No one tonight. No, oh, no one tonight? Come Nobody's on. presented this one? Unbelievable. Dev, oh, what do we have? Crazy. Run through these. I'm trying. It is loading very, very slowly. 
Did it sneak up on you with that ad break? No, no. It's actually just the wheel. It's the wheel. You want me to take over for you? Yes. Um, guys, this is going to be a bummer of an around this. Oh, so tonight oh, sucked. Not even <sighs> sponsored by anybody. The Warriors were getting killed tonight by the Trailblazers, and they stormed back to win it late, one ten to one hundred six. I'm shocked. Yeah, it was it was pretty lame. Steph had thirty one. Shaden Sharp had twenty six. The Mavericks. You guys listen to the score: one forty seven to ninety seven over the Jazz. They won by fifty. Luka Doncic had 40 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. He had 29. He had a triple double in the first half, and then barely put anything this together. This should have been second. us tonight. I can't believe that they're whipping ass like that right now. That is a beating. You know, yeah, they play. I'm telling you, the Mavs are the team that is going to look like the best team in the NBA against yeah. the bad team. They're just Joel Embiid, but the whole the team. whole team is Joel Embiid. Sure. That's exactly what it is. The Rockets. Where were they playing at tonight? Home. They got the win. Rockets 110 <laughs> There you go. They beat the, the Thunder. That's a pretty good win right there. Uh, Aaron Holiday game high? This can't be right. Hold on. Let me open up He's the box. He's ramping door. up for a game against his brother. Dylan Brooks, technically, that game high 23 points. Dylan Shin- Brooks. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Dude, this is the weirdest day, man. This is the weirdest day. Wacky Wednesday for all you dads out there. Bulls beat the Hornets 111 to 100. Is that dads Are they? It's a book from Dr. Seuss. Oh. It, the Bulls, I think, have won three in a row now without Zach Levine. <laughs> Can I tell you guys? That I'm sneaky worried about the Bulls game? <laughs> oh, crap. Hopefully he's back by then. I'm telling you, I've always thought, I've always told you this, that I thought Zach Levine is one of my least favorite, like, loser players. Yeah. I just think he plays losing basketball. Not his guy. Not my guy. He's like the opposite of my guy. And that's why the Lakers should trade for him. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, he's out for like two to three weeks. Yeah, he's out weeks. like three weeks. Yeah, and on top he's of that. He's out trade demand three weeks. I was just about to say, <laughs> what are the Lakers going to do? Yeah. The, what do they do? They're probably looking at the Bulls like, Bulls are kind of good without him. I don't know. Uh, he's just D'Angelo Russell. You know, like, they're like, we got a new D'Angelo. Uh, Timberwolves get the win 102 to 94 oh, over the Spurs. Make it stop. 16 points, 20 rebounds for Rudy Gobert. Ooh, you guys want to hear a take right now? No. Can you read Rudy Gobert's plus minus in that close win? Uh, this was a close win, 102-94. Yeah, kind of a little bit. Rudy Gobert was a plus 31. That's oh, the Thank you. He's been going crazy. What he really they? has been going insane. Dude, I'm, all right, here's the take. Number one in the Western Conference, Rudy Gobert's team. You know who's struggling out east and can't get any help from his big man? Big man's not developing. Donovan Mitchell's Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. Everybody upset at Mobley. Mobley, man, he just not delivering, not delivering for me, letting Mitchell down out here. Meanwhile, Gobert number one in the West. I'm just telling you guys, I think I think that the, that little rivalry, remember those guys didn't like each other? They, yeah. they had to split up? Yeah. I think yeah. Donovan Mitchell might have been wrong. I thought you guys were going to find that spicier a little, a little more. I wasn't sure where you were going. Yeah, with that's it. where it was. Nets got the win on the road. They went to Atlanta. They did not party. Mikel Bridges had 32 points. You guys saw like 42 over the weekend. He's real good. He is really good. And then the Heat beat the Raptors. I got to open this one up. 112 to 103. They win in Toronto. How'd my guy Jaime Jaquez do? You guys, another one of my guys. 32 minutes from Jaime Jaquez tonight, 15 points. He was a minus 16, which was pretty rough in a win. It's my guy. You guys don't. I you can have guys too. <laughs> we do, and we then try. you just take them from us. Yeah. Oh, do I take Jaime Akis from it's you? It's hard. Yeah. Do I take him from you? You're like, uh, which swing am I allowed to use on the playground, bro? 
Uh, everybody's having fun. Grizzlies, 116-102 over the Pistons. Desmond Bain, 49 points. Desmond Bain went for 49. Pistons lost again. The Pistons are the worst team of all time. 18. They're horrible. They are the worst I team think of the all time. We need to send a Colangelo to... Detroit. <laughs> I think the record for single season losing streak is 26. It's in play. Oh, it's in man. Play. That's very much they in play. Bro, get the pressure is going to be so high. I know. That's going to start this. I feel bad for those players. If only they had a well-paid coach. <laughs> Monte, man, you got to save the day. The Cavs That's not happening. get the win 121 to 111. So tonight, everybody, even Donovan Mitchell got a little bit of a win on here. Mike Paolo Bancaro, he went for 42 points and a loss. That's shameful. Everyone but us somehow gets to enjoy tonight. Everyone but us. Did you guys see that Mo Wagner story about how he yeah. accidentally talked shit to Katie and then yeah. Katie quote tweeted it today? KD man can be likable, you know? Dude, yeah. Katie would be the most likable player ever if he didn't go to the Warriors. Yeah, and then and then the Nets and then the Suns. Like he's really yeah. made himself unlikable with those choices, but he's a likable dude for sure. Um Super Chat scale? Yeah. Sick goes only. Wow, it's a lot of super chats. Felix Tannenbaum, free MPJ. Amen, man. Let Mike cook. Someone retweeted. Please. Yo, Mike, Yoke needs to apologize to Mike. Honestly, this is the first time I think that it really needs that Yoke yeah. needs to be like, yo, my bad, dude. I let you down dude, tonight. Mike they in the need corner. to enjoy some Rocky together. Mike in the corner in the final five minutes tonight, he was just On like kicking night. rocks. He's like, they're not going to throw me the ball. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Morton, Jokic chucking like prime Kobe and Mike going 7 of 8, not getting a shot after the third quarter. That's all you need to know about this game. Uh, Jokic chucking like prime folks. King of Thornton. Nice wind. Super chatting, man. It's a very educational loser's lounge. Hardwood uh, paroxysm, Matt Matt Moore? Or somebody impersonating him. Love that vote is sneaky saying he's looking forward to this because it's different from the usual. Yeah, they killed another team. That's got to be mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's got to be mad. That's gotta be mad. Sure, you know what, Matt? You're right. It is. Sometimes you got to flex those analyst muscles, you know? More for Matt Whoa. or Matt's imposter. Oh, my goodness. Aren't you in Vegas? Don't you have better things oh, to do, Matt? Man. He must. Uh, you know what? I know Matt had a good day at the casinos, man. I know Matt had a good day. Hell yeah, Matt. Matt took Dev's Clippers bets tonight. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's he follows it up. Do you know how much Rakia takes to get that man at size to shoot like that? Will there be manslaughter charges for whoever was out with them last night? It's so true, man. Oh, I'm man. telling you. It had to have happened. Freaking yo. Haley Keel. At least it was cool that we got Stephanie White on play-by-play. Former elite WNBA player in 2023 WNBA Coach of the Year for Connecticut Sun. She's a champion. Nice. I didn't even know that. Well, we, we were, were up here. the Altitude broadcast. Well, that's why we didn't know. Super dope hip-hop was shocked. The Nuggets plus one and a, uh, plus one and a half. 14 and 14-2 versus the Clips since down 3-1 Western Conference semifinals. Was on Nugs' money line hard. How did Vegas know Jokic would go 9 of 32? <laughs> Nugs 4 of 5 when Jokic has 23 or more field goal attempts. Nugs 4 You know what? Five. I think Jokic was, though. To be fair, Jokic was, I think, 8 of 23 in their last matchup. Yes, he was. So He had a really bad shooting game in that last match. Maybe game. we should give Zubots some credit. Probably uh, not. Correct. I don't want Dude, to, actually. Dude, Zubats knows what he's doing, man. He's Croatian, right? Zubats? Yeah. yeah correct. 5555-ish. Side note, calling out my friend that took a parlay of Utah Spurs and Blazers, all winning at plus 15,000. With those I odds, you have to not- do it. Was your friend Dev? I wanted him not to do it, and he did it anyway. Uh, I, I follow winners. I am not doing it. I know. That's a very do. undev type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like whenever they have the MVP odds and it's like Reggie Jackson at plus 500,000. You're like, why does he have odds? He's not, there's no chance. <laughs> Siobhan Kellen, uh, tilted Joker equals 22, 15, and 10. Nights like this allow us to appreciate how special it is to watch Joker, Joker night in and night out. 
Just think we could be stuck rooting for Devin Booker in closeout games. Ooh, Yoke had a Devin Booker-esque closeout oh, game tonight, did, man. man. He did. See, do you know how many bad Tatum games have to happen before I can talk again? Man, this thing about Booker, though, by the way, is real. That game, like, Booker is so... We praise him all... Of all the players we hate and we teams praise we hate, all season. we praise Booker the most. And then they have a serious game, and he's like, nope, I'm a facilitator. He would not shoot for some reason. Yeah. You're like, bro, what are you doing? Well, he is the point guard. <laughs> so Super dope hip-hop. Jokic, LBJ, not top 18 in field goal free throw attempts per game. Every other All-NBA player besides Halliburton gets way more free throw attempts per game than those two. Criminal, MVP, all-time goats whistle. I agree with you. I don't know what to do about it, you guys. I don't I know. I don't either. Ty Teachify. Jokic shows us he is a human being and not a robot. With that reminder... Hope us fans appreciate his consistent greatness and never take it for granted from now on. For real, though, that is... Amen. It's like, did, this happens sometimes to other players. Maybe not this. I don't know. Haley, Haley Keel, reminder to watch NCAA women's basketball if you like ethical ball. CO Buffs been in the top 10 all season. Point guard Sherrod is a straight killer. Shouts to see you ladies. I was watching Caitlin Clark before I came over here tonight. She played tonight? Yeah. Balled she out. like broke a record, right? She got 3,000 points. Good college hoops happening in Colorado. Shout out the Rammies. The 13-ranked Rammies in men's basketball got another win today, too. Siobhan Kellen, Joe Folks <laughs> never retreats. He just attacks in the opposite direction. Well, this yeah. guy has become a legend, or was a legend, and we discovered Some him. character of the show. Strive to have the mentality that Joe Folks had in every game. Man. Miss a 1,000 shots. He's a Hall keep of Fame. Shooting. He's in the Hall of Fame, you guys. Yeah, maybe because of that mentality. Yeah. He is a BAA champion. He was a he was a before the NBA. He's a historic <laughs> bucket getter. What if what if MPJ had that mindset? I that's what I'm he's so jealous of. He these. would not be on the Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> was he a bucket or was he a basket? I think peach basket. According to this the, the chat reading off Wikipedia, he was a bu- he was a bucket. Some guys shot one-handed jumpers, some guys shot their two-handed jumpers, but then Joe no-handed. He was, no, he was just putting cur- he was just putting his riz on that, you know, just like <laughs> he was the first guy to make it look nice. That's what they were saying. I, I, I think you might be older than you think now, man. I don't know if you can use these kids' legs. Questionable use of riz, but we'll let it slide. There's there's on the field. There's more self-awareness in it than you than you think. Just so you know. Um, well. I don't know what Riz means. Ben Baez, Charisma. I didn't. I don't want to be a sicko. I just want to be happy. Dude, what uh, is oh, well, that turkey? On nights like tonight, you have to be a sicko. Dude, we are happy. What are we? T- what are we? We've had hey, a good run. We're having a good hey, run. Hold on a second. What do we care about the Clippers on Wednesday in December? Yeah. Still, like on. we already we said, care? we're not going to remember anything from the this Clippers game. The Clippers are for sure like, hey, we did it, man. We know how to stop Yoke now, whatever. Oh, like, we finally got it. Right, there's yeah, the blueprint. We, we just got to force him. Daniel Tice, Jokic stopper. Although, how is that guy just hanging out? available to play whatever that's well, for another show when you've got a backup center rotation like the nuggets still i know laking ball so you could try to triple double hey bevo can you tell me how he shot again tonight yeah he shot like tatum uh i had to troll you do it to my guy tatum all the time all love hey it's fair it's fair lb i gotta sit up here and take it today lb huh that's my guy Diz, heat nuggets. What is this? Mike, what is microwave? <laughs> Min- minimal eff- less effort than normal in that super chat. Yeah, and I understand it tonight. Totally appropriate. Yeah, just not as enthusiastic about the whole All thing. Right, hit that out just gets the keywords in there. Uh, the good thing about these late games is it's like past midnight by the time we're done. 
Boy, that's not <laughs> good. That's good terrible. Bad. That's horrible. I'm tired. Well, we got another eight o'clock one out of the way. We did get another one. Actually, you know what I know Dev's something? Real talk. No, no, no. I did this as well. They don't have one for like a month or something. Oh, yeah, they don't have it. one for a really. They've I'm telling you guys, them. the schedule for the next month, and from uh, us perspective, is very favorable. <laughs> There's a lot of home games, a lot of early games. There's some 530s in there. There's some 530s in there. there. Some 530s in there. No, I'm telling you, I did. I'm a dev. I did this exact thing. It's where, Yogi's, I was looking baby. at my. I was planning my sleep schedule till January, <laughs> and I was like, oh, good night there. I'm gonna get a good night. Um, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Hopefully, you feel better about this dumb game. And now we can all delete it from our memories forever. Final thoughts, anyone? Oh, I can't wait to write about it. <laughs> hey, in these type of situations, you just got to think, what would Joe Fox do? <laughs> Amen. He bounces back, man. Amen. Forget Amen. about the last shot. So shooting. true, man. You, you just keep, keep shooting, shooting, man. Shoot, shoot, shoot. shooting. All right, everybody, hit the like button. We'll see you. I feel like Jokic needs to know about Joe Fox. <laughs>